You're listening to the MC Vocal Fry Podcast, your weekly dash of voice science, pedagogy, and pop culture, coming to you from the campus of Mississippi College in Clinton, Mississippi. Uh, we're hoping that everybody does. Of course um, we're all going to come. It's going to be a great show. We, uh... How goes the harmony? We actually started rehearsing. <laughs> How goes the what? The harmony? Yeah. The harmony is ask. fine. It was the question we needed down. to be asked. It's written out. Uh, I think this is a mental block. I'm with Leah. There's just Michael no thinks way. it's a spiritual block. Okay. I <laughs> think that, well, I think that you there's a realm of emotion that you just haven't touched in singing yet. No. I disagree. I mean, it's a maybe there's a certain there's a there's a feeling feeling. I will that you admit, felt I will yet. admit that as a young person, it's a skill I never practiced. But I don't even feel like it's something like I don't ever recall like practicing it. I never I had to practice. Like, I I, it never occurred to me to like I should learn how to sing harmony. It's just something I started doing you on the radio, and my dad said, you "Oh, you're singing harmony," and I was like, oh. "I will be honest." It's because you listen to music. I confessed that had this to a student the other day. I had to actually learn how to sing on pitch. Well, that could be it too. Hmm. As in, that was not a naturally occurring phenomenon to me. Here's another thing. You're a tenor. I, I think that's it. You want to sing the melody. You don't want to sing the harmony. Yes. You yes, just want to sing the melody. Mental. I think that's my thing. Also, like, I want to sing the melody. Why would I sing When the I'm singing contemporary music, and Michael and my wife can both attest to this. So sharp. When I sing C sharp, D, and E, and maybe F natural. And C natural. I sing just, those, just that half of just yes. all pitches. It's, it's basically that that sort of passaggio esque fourth in in, in a like a belt style. <laughs> yeah. When I do that, I hear when I think the pitch is just I mean locked square as a day locked so in. Sharp. All I'm hearing, I think, is singer's format and 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 upper harmonics, it's so Listen and to it's so sharp. I can't hear the fundamental you at need all. To find this is fascinating. This could be like a, this is your next book, the journey to the fundamental. Because oh, I, the journey to the fundamental. I like journey that. to the center of the pitch. I expect credit for that title. Ooh, we might have to add that as a chapter. Thank the this journey thing. to I the just, fundamental. You heard it here first. People. I don't understand because I don't consider myself to be like. I mean, I'm fine, like, as a musician, but I just, I don't understand. Maybe that's your I gift. really think it's because... Because I'm not great at harmony. I really think I it's because... I love making up different... I like to see how many different harmonies I can come up with okay. in a song. I can change... I, I can't do that. My wife does that. Chord. Yeah. No. If I sing something different, and I'm like, ooh, this would have been I, really cool. I get a third away from the melody, way. and I just stay a third away. Yeah, but away that's from not melody. what most church harmonies do now. Now it's like you got to sing, sing the, the root, the fundamental. You got to sing the root, like or the, the, the tonic. There's all. No, you never sing the fourth. Oh, you could. I didn't even know about theory until I got here. Really. Look, this is the what, root, the fifth, and sometimes the second. I've been singing harmony since I was. You know, eleven. My, my okay, real well, theory about this anymore. is that there is that in Thank the most formative, <laughs> the most formative musically <laughs> times, you didn't really listen to popular music. Me neither. And my most formative times? Yeah, I think. What like, are you considering my most formative? Like, times? I think about like I think about like when you started taking voice lessons, you started actually singing. You start, I did that as a ninth grader. Okay, I think. Even, so I was fourteen. Okay, so I think even I, well, I think about that like. Like, because you've told me that in college and even some in high school is like, it was like, I didn't, you didn't really listen to a lot of contemporary music. You mean popular music? Yeah. How do you? Well, but that was in college. But even if you don't listen to it actively, how do you avoid it? Didn't you go to parties? You really can. No, I pretty much, avo- no, I didn't go to parties. Same. You're, you're really overestimating. <laughs> okay. Me. I can, I, no, literally, I feel like I identify when, more When like you this. talk <laughs> about elitist, uh, hermit opera singer. That was me. In junior high? No, in college. Okay, but I'm talking about, like, in your formative years or whatever. Right. No, my formative years were nothing but Led Zeppelin, Metallica, and, and uh, blues tracks. Yeah, you were parties? me. At school dances? Not everyone goes no, to parties or school dances, okay? Over no. here on the other hermit end. No. no, I'm with her on the hermit end. No, we, I didn't okay, do those. Who goes out and sees people? You'll live in, like, a spooky lighthouse on the edge of a cliff. <laughs> 
I used Maybe to tell that's why I like that Finzi poem or the, the <laughs> Phantom. Are you recording I any like of the this? Phantom so much that Harley poked the Phantom. Oh the Phantom of his own figuring. No, I didn't know. <laughs> it was eighth grade that's before it. I knew who Lady Gaga or Queen was. Okay, I know who all that is. Well, I know now. All two, yeah. So it's not impressive. I know all of that. Now. Speaking of, so we have a hostful podcast oh, today. Yeah. I'm, I'm stealing the nerdist term for hostful podcast when all the hosts are back. Uh, we have everybody in the house today. We have two of the three members of Ped House Alpha. And oh we and and Michael is here, so I Leah, actually live in a lighthouse on the edge okay. of the sea. Okay, <laughs> Leah is with Michael and Sarah and I today, so we have a hostful Yay. podcast today. We are super excited, uh, and one of the things yet just yesterday, since we're in real time now, this week. Uh, well, first of all, congratulations to all of you again on Songs for a New World and your yeah. awesome performances over the weekend. All three of you, amazing. I think a lot of people were moved and a lot of good things happened this weekend. Oh my gosh, I've there's something really funny that I don't think I got to tell you. I told Dr. Spivak. Um, oh wait, I think I told you. Oh, I know this story. Yeah. I'm so ready for it after, though. After one of the performances this oh, of, of Songs for a New World, right? Contemporary. Yes. yes. Shiny, shiny, straight tone, straight tone. Yes, musical. <laughs> um, this woman comes up to me, and she was so sweet. She was, like, holding my hands, like, telling me how powerful the show was, how much she enjoyed it. She was like, you sang beautifully. You should do opera. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, if you can belt the be natural. Like, That's possibly very sweet of you. Thank you. <laughs> that story makes me so happy. That just encapsulates everything about... <laughs> the classical music, the, the all about the things. Design. I'm trying to say this in the, the least offensive way possible. The perception of what we <laughs> yes, do. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Yeah. On the opposite end of the spectrum, my mother's comment was, wow, you know, you, y'all sing opera so well. Like, I like it when you sing fun music, though. <laughs> That's what my mom calls it. <laughs> I, was like, I was just glad okay. that your mother didn't call it cats. My <laughs> My mom really thought that this was going to be cats. Oh, yeah, I thought you just wanted to. I thought it was like, Hello. I'm not getting enough attention. <laughs> <laughs> if the level is weird after the fact on this, it's because I had to turn the mic down a tiny bit. I'll so put sorry, a com- everyone. I'll put the compressor on it, though, and it'll, it'll even it out. Great. Okay. Um, the compressor really, after you run it through the compressor a couple of times, it really. I just inched closer to the mic, everyone, seeing as we're on a radio and then show. And Leah and I made fun of him for it, which uh, is pretty yeah, much it, how things go. It yeah, was, it was, Michael it was, does something, it was they go. Why did he do that? Well, <laughs> last <laughs> Friday, it was me saying something and both of them looking at me strangely. Yep. So, uh, yep. anyway, I like this balance that we have today, though. A lot of symmetry. It's kind of wonderful. I'm going to get the bell out on you again. Yes, Am I doing it? Am I doing yes. it? Yes. yes. No, I haven't done it one yeah, time. People have started complaining about Maybe. the pen clicking. Have I done it once? Which we all know now is the tongue clicking. If you thought there was something wrong with our audio, JK, it's, <gasps> has that been it the whole time? Every time we think that the audio is just clicking. Has no, it that, always that was actually, <laughs> no, it, it, and, and apologies to last week's podcast. I, when, when it was Leah and Sarah and I, I had to use the old tech and my audio interface is having a problem that I, is unresolvable <laughs> and I don't have a new device yet, but Michael's been letting us use his Zoom to record. Magic. And it's been giving us very nice, clean audio. But I've put in a, a department request for a new d- device. Uh, and so hopefully we'll have that maybe soon. Uh, but Mike, we're using Michael's again today. Um, anyway, no, and then last night, last night, going from Songs oh, yeah. from a New World, last night, Michael and Sarah uh, sang on the Honors Recital Concert. A couple arias. Yes. It's lovely. Shining stars, absolutely fantastic. Oh. Shiny, shiny, vibrato, vibrato. I'm a shining star. <laughs> we went from put that on my resume. <laughs> you don't get it. I'm not giving you a certificate. Shining star. It's okay. They're gonna give me one. I'm not giving you a certificate. Not one that says shining star. I'm gonna write it on the back. Um, <laughs> but it, going back to the real time thing, a uh, co- mm-hmm. couple things we want to cover today. One thing we want to cover: class yesterday. But we also want to cover uh, Super Bowl trailers because Super Bowl was this last weekend. But, but what do we want to start with? I, I actually think going back to Songs for a New World, I think it, it goes right back to class yesterday. So yesterday, um, I had a great thrill for, for me and my teaching life in that one of my former doctoral students Skyped into my current graduate class um, to talk about mix and contemporary singing. And... Um, 
She uh, her her name is Dr. Lee Usselton. I think she listens to the podcast. And she said she recognized us from it. Yeah. Um, and Terrifying uh, is that? I did it. I heard it in the re- I mean, retrospect of my brain. I, I had to rewind my brain, and I realized I had done it. Okay, stop rewinding your brain. <laughs> um, oh. Michael has sung a lot today. The horror. Um, anyway, but no, she skyped in, and we've been talking about you know we've talked a lot about belt so far in class, and now we're talking. We've been talking about mix. Uh, tomorrow we're actually looking at Herbst Sveck and looking at glottal configurations, and yeah. it will totally redefine the way you think about registration oh, no. um, from a, from a laryngeal level. <laughs> uh, but well, basically though. Tomorrow, as a preview, they basically are advocating that basically sort of the idea that Lee used of that paint swatch mm-hmm. with different shades of the same color, like talking really about like different kinds of, of mix, mm-hmm. um, that's basically what they advocate for, mm-hmm. that that is, the, that is the reality pedagogically. <laughs> I'm not sure what Michael's doing right now. <laughs> Michael is demonstrating the paint I've been th- sorry. I was thinking about the paint swatches. Hey, well, you were just Michael thinking. became the paint swatch. A- a- anyway, just uh, anyway. But anyways, <laughs> I'm in a stranger than normal place. I really okay. want people okay. to see Leah's face during this. <laughs> oh dear. It was really um, awesome having one of my former students back, and I can say just to you all how much growth I saw in her from where I left her three years ago to now having been a professor for three years she's gone on and done the ccm uh voice pedagogy institute whatever exactly they call it at, at shenandoah with matt edwards and all those awesome Eatery means weekly and all those awesome folks um and uh had she had apparently some great summers there that she highly recommended that program um but uh give me some of your reactions to yesterday what did we sort of take away from yesterday's class I guess a big one for me was that, like, you do, re- like, you might do a research. You might do a research. You might do a research. <laughs> you, Hashtag do a research. Hashtag do a research. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, you might do a research project. And then literally as soon as three years, which seems like such a short time, it, it might, you might, your views on your results might have completely changed. You may not even view it as really a valid piece of it. You will already view it as maybe historical as an artifact. You've grown or something. from it. Yeah, like that was a weird thing for me because three years just doesn't seem that long. But I think that's, sure that, that's is a, that is a wonderful <laughs> indication though of, of, a, of a contemporary pedagogue thinking the right kind of thoughts. Yeah. That the information keeps evolving that fast. I mean, that just that really hit me. Like that seems so quick and like she said, like yes, I still use pieces of this I Just, mean, she basically said it was a good base for her. It was yeah, like, you know, it's sort of... That she's for, grown from it. Yeah. And and honestly, that was the thing I think that warmed my heart more than anything is that I don't want any of you guys to think that whenever you leave, whatever you leave, and when we no longer have day-to-day interactions, that that's the end of anything. Because the uh, truth I feel is... I like I don't know anything. So, <laughs> no worries. <laughs> well, that's not a horrible place to be right now. I mean, to be completely honest. I just honest. keep getting music degrees, and I, <laughs> and I finish them, and I'm like, well, well. <laughs> well all I, I did was realize how much more I don't know. I really hope at the end of this one you <laughs> will not like feel it. that way. Um, you, uh, it's not it's not you. It's not like I'm... No, I know. No, I know. So much it's not that so you're not know. teaching me things. I'm just like... No, that's yeah. right. Well, but I think that that also is a good attitude to have. I mean, a lot of the time, I, you know, I, I, I go back, I, there's a great quote that I can't say in full on the podcast, but <laughs> but basically goes along the lines of I'm the sure moment you'll start, the moment you start teaching well is when you stop believing your own stuff. Mm. Yes. Huh. You, you know, <laughs> you know, and when you stop believing that, you know, you know the answers is mm. the moment you probably start teaching well. well. Maybe even start singing well. I never think... I know the answer, so I'm well, sure going to be a great teacher. <laughs> you, yeah, I think you will be. Oh, wait. Um, we, got, no. we got sincere. <laughs> wait. Um, <laughs> you used the right bait to fish that one. I want to try. Okay. Uh-uh. Okay, but moving on. Anyway, sorry. What else did you take away from yesterday? Sorry, I interrupted I feel us. like I really, it hit me that we, not only do we, like as us three sitting here as students, not know anything about mix, but it sounds like nobody really knows anything about <laughs> yeah, mix. Yeah, that was comforting. I think that from a, from, I mean. 
I mean, we know a little bit more than it sounds like we knew three years ago, but not much. I think not maybe much. we're getting to the answer, though, that I think along the lines of that shades of a paint color. Which I like, but yeah. I feel like now that we know that, there's so much more we can do. Well, but And is it... I mean, obviously, like, yes, it's useful for us, but it, like, like she was saying... Does it seem like the industry standard is going to change anytime soon? No. No, so, I mean the industry yeah. just expects you to be able to belt your face off. Yes. Yeah, I so mean, bait more, more or less. Right. So it's still like yes, of course it's it's useful, um, and it may it help us individually as singers, but or teachers. Yeah. Um, That's what I got from her. But in the grand scheme of things, you still just make gotta sound. do it. And I think that actually is a wonderfully freeing thing as a singer or a teacher to realize that maybe you don't have to know exactly the thing. Yeah. Yeah. For for example, in in my own singing, it is sometimes frustrating to me when I look at a spectrogram of me singing a passaggio and I see all this singer's format craziness. And I definitely see some interaction of my third harmonic and my second format, but... I also see some engagement still in my second harmonic and my first format, which I, according to all the literature, I shouldn't see. And yet I know from listening back to myself and from the feedback that I get from colleagues that I'm making good sounds. Yeah. Well, that's what I thought was so interesting. I mean, like I was saying in class yesterday, like a lot of her, you know, when she interviewed the subjects about their perception so different. of belt and mix, I was like, that's not what I feel at all. Does that mean I'm doing like, Am I doing it wrong? I'm doing it wrong. Wrong, I mean, quote, you know. And I mean, I really, and I don't know, like I was saying, like, we're both, Sarah and well, I are both new to belting, really. I'm just doing yeah. whatever and they do you it and quite well. Dr. And do you that think, tell me to do, do and you you're like, okay, that's something Lepone good. Do ever cared what format or whatever or what degree of belt, chest mix, 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 head no. mix, legit mix she was doing? No, she was just making noise on the character. Yeah, true. Um, We're kind of in an interesting place, I think, with musical theater and and CCM voice as a whole, uh, where hmm, kind of the the kind of the prickly between stage between being kind of very young and informal. Like if we're gonna like in terms of growth as a thing, sure. You know, it's gone from being very informal, and then one day it will be. I think quite established kind of how classical voice is now, you know, for better or for worse. And, and so it's in this middle place where I think everyone is trying to define terms, figure out what is yeah. proper and standard. And it's just, I don't know, strange because you're right. I don't think Patti Lapone or whoever ever thought, or, you know, Ethel Merman, I don't think Ethel Merman was thinking, what degree of this am I doing? No, she's just making extraordinary sounds. And so, and now people are trying to pick that apart and go, okay, what did she do? What did this other lady do, and how do we codify Which this so I we can do it? Which I have to admit is partially, I think, still at the fault of academics uh-huh. well, and classical voice teachers who are still trying to prove that it's either healthy or not. Mm-hmm. And man, we've got to let that argument go. Yeah. Sorry, was, go ahead. Oh no, it's okay. That was one thought that I kind of had yesterday. Like we've talked about before, how we've gotten to a point, at least with classical singing, where people try to sound so much like this certain yeah. sound in, in the a box. box that it's, it's in the correct. box it like that i was i wondered like could we do that to music theater if Absolutely. we try to go so are. far so with defining well these listen it, interestingly enough in some genres of contemporary singing this already happens yeah. because disney is a sound yeah, all to totally. itself True. disney princesses are all bright all nasal and it's a very specific sound mm-hmm. and and so I think, and I think with so, I think some roles get fall in end up falling into that. A la, I'm thinking of Glinda. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. There is the Glinda sound. But I'm just thinking, like, could right. we end up with just like one belt sound? Like I mean, we we're talking yeah. about all these different belt sounds, but like if we try to narrow it into this yeah. is what if you we do keep to trying make to define belt, it, are we going to this 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 limit or, it? Or, or are we going to end up with one voice? Or even with like a Fach idea, like this is what a Rossini tenor sounds like. You know, this, this is, is what, what uh, Alphaba sounds exactly. like. Exactly. Yeah, well, Even though they all look and sound the same, except Shoshana Bean. Love you, Shoshana Bean. If you'd like to be a guest star on our okay. podcast, this <laughs> is let what, us know. Let us know. Speaking of guests, real quick, not to interrupt this awesome conversation, but while he's here, I'm going to ask Dr. Willoughby if we can have Warren Jones as a guest oh, on the podcast. Cool. I think it would be an awesome, yeah. an awesome time. And I think he'll have the time to do it while he's here. So, I would think. He's got master class recital. Yeah, but he's here for a week, and Singers oh. is gone for most of that week. What? 
He's here for like eight days. Well, then we're just going to have to bring and, him in and talk and, to him. And Singers is gone for like five of those eight days. So most of the department is out for five of yeah. those eight days. I'll bring him some bacon. I'll bring us all some bacon. Oh, I wonder if he likes bacon. Who doesn't like bacon? There are people... Did you I weren't do it? even talking. Did I do it? I was yes. thinking about bacon. Oh my gosh. You don't it. like bacon, do you? I don't I mean I don't dislike it, but I definitely don't like it as much as you guys do. <laughs> and I feel like just in comparison to you. Guess what no. one of the food things I'm gonna have at the reception is it's bacon, bacon pudding dip. Ooh, it's what? Ba- it's really Ooh, good. What? I've had it at a wedding before. Bacon and pudding. No, hoping... it's not pudding like so, pudding, it's just called bacon. Are we pudding. doing oh, an okay. afternoon wedding or an evening wedding? Afternoon, two thirty. Don't show so up. So the reception's sort of like... <laughs> I'm telling you, is anyone listening? So not us. A, a, a random audience. The reception's members. sort of dinner. No. The reception will be at 3. Do you eat dinner at 3? Okay. So in other words, if I fast at breakfast, I can basically then eat at the reception. Yes. Oh, okay. gosh. I'm not having that much food. Don't, well, I don't think about these things. Eat breakfast. In my, in my current life, I think about all these kind of things. Like Sunday for Super Bowl, because I knew we were doing wings for my small group. Yeah. So I fasted in the morning and then started my cycle at, at noon. Okay. Okay. Just, For those of you who are, don't really care, I'm doing intermittent, <laughs> I'm doing intermittent fasting. Uh, Robbie as, always talked about that, and I always make fun of him. I'm like, so you skip breakfast? That's what you're telling me? No, I actually skip dinner. Because <laughs> he'd um, be like, yeah, I only I eat die. between the hours of 12 and 8 p.m. I would okay, really, so you skip breakfast. I would really Same. highly like to recommend it to singers because it, I think, dramatically cuts down on reflux if you eliminate dinner. Or you and could just stay up till 2 in the morning like I Michael think I would Yeah, die. I was like, I stay up too late to skip dinner. You just eat I dinner I go to at bed seven. at 9. I would so... See, but if I That's when I get my like second wind. Yeah. <laughs> That's when the party really starts, Bruno. <laughs> okay. Anyway, uh, sorry. Was there anything else uh, to, to take uh, away from yesterday? I just wanted to say about the the idea of the the shades. Uh, Lee talked a lot about uh, these shades of basically sh- shades of shades of glottal closure. Like this is the most. This is essentially mode two. The most pure head voice is the most pure chest voice, and then everything in between is these shades. And I just really like this idea of shades and kind of yeah. flavor I've been thinking about it as like flavors um, and just I don't know just I just really like that idea particularly because like she was talking about how it's pedagogically valuable for her to refer to belt a full belt as kind of an extreme and a full head voice uh, kind of as an extreme and that everything in between it's kind of a mix of those things and that that might not be what the industry people mean when they say belt to an belt to an F, but that that from a pedagogical standpoint, it's valuable to say to a student like, we're going for the thickest, fullest closure, full chest, full out belt sound that you literally can't that it's impossible to. I mean, like you can't take it too high. Like you can, I mean, but you you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It'd be bad to. And so I don't know. I just really I found that to be very valuable. Um, such an interesting way to look at it. Yeah, and just the idea that that glottal closure, rather than going mode one, mode two, which gear am I in? It's like, but that this is a spectrum. And I think yeah. when we read Herbst Svek for tomorrow, this will re- make even more sense to you. Because basically, Herbst and Svek basically propose a continuum I like it. related to glottal configuration mm-hmm. rather than it being specific extremes that everything is on a sliding yeah, I like scale. What you, I like what you just said about like gear shit. It's not like you're Yeah, one, it's not like two. A, yeah. Where is mixing this? Because you've only got two gears. No, it's much more conti- It's yeah. much more like a continuously a variable scale. transmission yeah. right. even than a... Hydro stick ones, alright. And even even the idea that, that, <laughs> that like if we're talking about belt, mix, or legit, that, that even that those aren't yeah, I'm using one, two, three. Here's, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Here's gear two. I'm in mix Correct. mode now, but the, there's this continuum. Well, and one of the things going <laughs> okay. back to the ideas that her subjects put forth, I remember from when we were doing the dissertation, was so much. By the way, her dissertation is on ProQuest, Lee Usselton, U S I L T O N, something about kinesthetic feedback and acoustic sensations of, of belt, mix, and head legit, something like that. Look, look it up. It, it, it's on ProQuest. Um, uh, and uh, anyway, she had a, a bunch of really high-level Broadway females sing for her, 
And um, they we also interviewed them about what they felt while they were making some of these sounds. And one of the things they all related to quite a bit, we also had them sing some excerpts from songs. We had them sing the end of Gimme Gimme. We had them sing the end of The Wizard and I. And we had them sing, it was something lighter. Oh, Fine, Fine Line. We had them sing the end of Fine, Fine Line. Um, and um, partially we tried to do that because we thought they were a little bit from three different fach of yeah. musical theater female. Um, but, but they all related to the fact that they sang the excerpt so much easier than when we just asked them to sing in mix or belt mm-hmm. because they were immediately reacting to the character's situation yeah. and what the character was yeah. experiencing in those three songs. Uh, and I think so much... Listen, I think we get away from that. This is all I did in Michael's lesson today. I wanted to punch you yeah. today. This is literally all I did in Michael's lesson today was get on him about Una Fortiva Lagrima and what the words meant and, and why we were sing- why the key change happens because it's heaven. Cielo si può morire. I refuse to believe that heaven is B-flat major. <laughs> If heaven with the B- bassoon playing. If heaven is B flat major with a bassoon playing, that means that heaven, I don't want to go. That means heaven is a middle school band with the one kid who took private bassoon lessons, <laughs> and that you had to let in. Okay, that's uh. Thank you. Did I do it? Yes, you did it. Oh. No, I'm just stinging it for fun now. Oh man, I'm, you could really gaslight me real hard. You could be. But like, I think we need to get it. back to that in classical singing. And I, I've been talking with Michael about this because when he's doing his Finzi cycle, he connects so much to the text. But then we go to sing in a foreign language, and we don't connect to the text as much. But it's just it, it it really is our our so much of singing. It, I love like sort of Ken Bozeman's thoughts on this, and then some of the Janice Chapman thoughts that I've been you know seeing out of her book that I really need to get my own copy of. Um, she's the one with the primal sounds and and this kind of idea that I've been bringing up all year, and um, just some of these ideas that 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 singing is emotional response. That's all it is. It is. Auditory emotional response to a word or a thing or an idea. And we get away from that in classical singing too much. Well, and that's part of kind of the other side of that conversation that you and I have had is this idea of like, I hate pretense more than anything. I think any other thing in the whole universe. I hate pretense. I hate the idea that like you should just be fake and have flashy fancy stuff rather than real stuff and unfortunately the classical music world is uh, the classical music doesn't have to be that way and when it was when 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 Donatetti wrote um Una certainly it, he didn't write it that way and I'd like to know. also just defend the classical music industry a little bit and say there are plenty of classical there musicians are certainly, absolutely. that are that for that classical right. music is not that but unfortunately I'd say particularly in academia there is, particularly in academia, for this because there it, can be culture because that, it can yes. be so because we can get so technical. I yes. think. Yes. No, I'll give you that because I'll, it I'll... can get so technical in certain realms of academia. It becomes like, and this isn't me trying to bash bash MC at all because I I did the exact same thing other places. You know, sure. It's just the reality. No, it's of like, certainly not school. No, specific. it's certainly not school specific. I'm just saying, like, I just for anybody listening out there, uh, I just hate this thing of pretense, and I I don't want. I think it's hard for me personally to overcome that thing in classical music. Michael's favorite video of all time is still the video of Natalie Stutzmann just sitting with the guitarist while she's wearing her T-shirt and her tux and singing uh, Seben Crudele, Crudele, just sitting (laughs) on the conductor's podium. Have you seen that video? No. Oh, you need to see that video. I thought we watched it in... What was that class we all took? Lit? Last semester? Didn't we watch it in there? I thought we did. We should watch it again. We, we need to watch that there. again. It is that so is... valuable. But my point is, I think there are a lot of things out there that, that for example, when I think of, when I think of uh, Mike Mays and uh, was just doing um, his signature role of uh, Joseph Desrochers in uh, Dead Man Walking, he was just doing it Teatro uh, uh, in Madrid. And... Uh, 
you know, thinking of that piece with he and Joyce doing that piece, there's no pretense to that piece. You know, when I think of Jake Hagee, there's no pretense to that. Right. But the picture of opera as 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 Verdi, Puccini, and sometimes Mozart. Um, yeah. And we're gonna well, do these because they're prestigious, and we're gonna sing. But these I also think we have know? to. I think we also have to. Anytime, for example, we try to bring life to a piece like that, though, mm-hmm. which is great. I think sometimes we take the wrong path. We can be gimmicky and weird. Because, like, the Seattle Opera Cozy, I don't know if you guys have been reading oh, those things about that. If you want to read the uh, a very entertaining review, yeah, podcast land, Seattle the, Opera Cozy. Any, anyway, it's, it, was, it, was a, it was sort of a scandalous production, shall we say. Although yeah. there were also positive reviews of the, pr- the production. Oh, yeah. But I think we, and, and, and in fact, actually, one of the videos of the Dorabella um, Short Luigi duet came across my feed at Is one it point. Is the one where they're dancing? Yes, I actually thought it was, I cute. Thought that was cute. I thought it was fine. I, that I was it was like, funny. It was lighthearted. I, 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 I think anyway. that on its own would have been nice. If maybe I don't, obviously, we didn't see the rest of the production. No. Um, the, the, the review that's very entertaining, though one sided, is from Vanguard Seattle. Okay, anyway. Go look it The up. other thing, I also think we get into trouble like when that when they take Carmen and there was a lot of controversy about the recent production in 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 Italy where they yeah. killed where Carmen kills Don Jose at the end, which to be completely honest, to me makes perfect sense. Yeah. Her killing Don Jose at the end of that opera makes I I don't find that to so make not make all. sense so at instead all. Instead of the bull being killed at the end, it's not like because there's because there's because they're at the the bull the bull rather thing. than rather than Don Jose killing Carmen, they she tried to make a him. statement against spousal abuse oh, and yeah. against those jealous kind of murder oh. ideas, misogynistic makes whatever. Makes great sense for her to kill him. I actually think it makes great sense for her to. It's just not what he wrote. It, right. No. And and so there's controversy think, over some of those kind of ide- I think ideas. Since they advertised it as a statement against yeah, they, they they did. Like they were like, very honest they, yeah, about it. Yeah, they weren't yes. saying like oh this is Carmen but then with this random twist that you just didn't think. like they yeah, advertised no. as this is Carmen but we have, you know, there's changed it statement. to make this statement against right. and this I don't, issue. I don't want things to be gimmicky. I think for me I just want this to be honest. Like and if that and I think that that can be a very that can come in the form of a very traditional uh, production. Yeah. It just needs to be honest, and yeah. sure. I, that's all. I, well, and but, I mean, do we really? Are we always in a position to say what what's on it? Yeah. No. I mean, no, yeah. we're not. No. We're not. No. But because in that regard, what might be honest for you might not be honest for me. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Someone out there probably is like, and I oh, think that Carmen thing. I'm a relatively private, I think, person. I mean, at least about you know feelings, emotions. <laughs> I don't know, Me so <laughs> whatever. Oh, <laughs> okay, Michael. Yeah, Michael and I are not. Yeah, I know. Um, I don't know, so I just. No, that's right. I don't yeah, think. No, I understand that. I, I, if someone struggles with that, I don't think that I don't think you can necessarily say that's dishonest. You know. I think that that's different from from. I'm talking about like what is the core value of a performance? Is the core value of the performance? Honesty and and that this and maybe even this that the singing is very important. Well, I think so. Like, all the for circumstantial example, Leah, stuff. that you would agree though that you don't want to see somebody up on stage and have them sing Il Mio Tesoro. That's what Michael sang last night as a technical exercise, which I at, in do. a performance. Yeah, sure. yeah, You know, you would actually still like to see him communicate the words and, and mean what the words mean and, and this kind of thing if he's gonna stand up there and perform it. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, but there's different levels of it that different people want. I mean, right. you know, I also think there's a thing, Michael, that, that to realize that you have a bias, and I probably gave it to you at some level or another, of loving art that is art for art's sake and loving really artsy art. Artsy art. And I, you're sort of advocating in a way against that, but I think you're also arg- advocating for it. At the same time, I just want real things. 
Yeah. Anyway, I just don't want. Which I would like to say, songs for a new world was, and, exactly. and so ah. it was wonderful. And I literally, it's take every single morning of the week. I just literally, I can't. I, I need to be memorizing my own program right now. And what do I wake up with in the morning? A new world. Ba, da, ba, 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 and that's as much as you can sing before before we have to pay the pay the copyright laws. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, MTI might sue us. Um, anyway, sorry. Oh, oh, uh, oh okay. Well, this was anything else on yesterday before I, I move on? We good? I think we're good. Yeah, it, it was really great. And and after tomorrow's class, it may give us some ideas to consider looking at with EGG and stuff like this. Um, I did start typing up our Nats talk oh, yeah. on a Google Doc. We're gonna we're gonna ha- give them a handout. That's smart. You love handouts. Are you gonna tell them about how proud you are that you made this handout? No. Because I'm, every time, I'm not. Sure you because will. podcast people, every time every time he makes a handout, not he every time. He goes, he goes, yeah, I, pretty made much a, every I made time. a new handout. Guys, isn't it great? This is a great handout. Not only that, he even gives it to other classes that the handout's not for. He made one for the undergrad vet and said, This is a great handout. And admittedly it was a great handout. It was about uh, it was a it was a possible Scheme of like, well, yeah, what should you do in a lesson? Yeah, how graduate class use the how same handout as an undergraduate? <laughs> but it's just, it's just, class. it's just every single, every single time. It's like, it's like, guys, look at this handout, and I'm like, oh, I'm sweetie, I'm gonna put it on the fridge. It's like, I do get a little excited about my handout. I've never noticed. I really? Yes. That's awesome. Okay, I'm fooling somebody. <laughs> okay, all right, good. Um. Anywho, so it was a big. It's been a big week. It really it's has. been a big week. I mean, in adi- in addition to like all of the songs for a new world stuff, in addition to the honors recital and Sarah and her wedding planning that's going on right now. <laughs> that's big for me. Sarah, Sarah would like to bury herself in the wedding planning. It's, no, she'd not like to in bury the herself planning. from the. Wedding You'd like planning. to escape from the wedding planning. Yeah. Yep, this is my escape. Sarah's now covering her face in a veil. It's a scarf. Scarf. I'm gonna live in my scarf. (laughs) (laughs) See what I did there? Uh, But since it was Super Bowl week, and we're not gonna make any dumb sports ball jokes about us being whatever. Us being musicians and not watching football or whatever. Musicians, you're allowed to like whatever the crap you want. Can't tell me what to do. Yes, you're allowed to like whatever you like. But we did have a Super Bowl party. We did, but without the Super Bowl. That's fine. We thought this was good. You know, the Super Bowl gets a lot of really good snacks, and so we went and bought those snacks. That's right. We ate them and we watched Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Oh, fantastic! Oh, I haven't returned that. Oh my gosh! What are we thinking about the sequel to that? I'm so ready! Oh, oh, oh. Well, I'm so excited have for we it! All, do we still have memory card? Yeah. Um, Sarah, those are the kinds of sounds I need you to make during sound check. I can't. I'm not that excited we need to, then. We need to keep a secret list of questions yeah. that will excite Sarah so we <laughs> yeah. can sound check. Yeah, Vision and, and Scarlet Witch. That's yeah. basically where we need to start. That's not all I'm interested in. But, but um, I'm so ready for Fantastic Beasts and know Where to Find We've them all like, seen and read all the Potter stuff, right? Yeah. yeah. And okay. I'm so excited for two because, wait, this is a spoiler. This is a spoiler. Don't listen if you don't want to know this. Five, four, three, two, one. Y'all, Credence isn't dead. Credence isn't dead. He's in the next movie, and then if you go back and watch the first movie, when you think he's dead, right at the end of that scene where they've killed him, the little black wispy that looks like the Obscurus just floats away, and it's Credence. He's not gone. He's in the next movie, and I'm so excited to see Is what's going to happen. He can't, that's not just like a flashback that he's in the next movie? Stop. Okay. <laughs> I think I was going to go there, but I let you go no, there. No, no. But, like, y'all live, like, the Obscurus. It's there. It we leaves. need one off. And if you notice, room. if you notice, Newt, Newt sees it leave because you see him look. I've okay. watched this okay, movie okay. several times. I have observed. Was, see, this was my first time. I need time. to watch it again. I've only seen it you once. You should. I've, it's a good movie. People should watch it more than once. I need to go back and Everybody watch it Everybody needs a hero. Uh, we, we needed a Hufflepuff hero, you know? No, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. Are you a Hufflepuff? No. Okay. You're a Gryffindor. Oh, that makes sense. You're, you're, no, you're Ravenclaw. No, I'm Slytherin. Oh, that's right. Yeah, well, yeah, you're with me. That's right. Ravenclaw. Leah, Ravenclaw. Leah doesn't like to be labeled. Oh, then she's <laughs> Which not Which makes anything. her a Ravenclaw. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what I am. Aren't you Ravenclaw? That was my I guess. think, or but I don't know. a reluctant Slytherin. I could see Leah being a reluctant Slytherin. I did Slytherin. one time it did tell me I was Slytherin. Yeah. Was I don't it think Pottermore? that's true. 
did you get that on Pottermore? Because that's the only one that matters. Okay, listen, listen, listen. The first time I took it, like, several years ago, it told me Hufflepuff. And I was like... No. No, I was like, I could see. I could you see know? it. You're, yeah. You get along with everyone. You're friendly. That's, that's right. That's, that's yeah. right. And I was like, I could see it. If you know, I kind of... Can be one like, I was kind one. of hoping for... Ravenclaw, but I could see Hufflepuff. I, you know, I thought the it was between the two. Takes your thoughts into consideration. But then more recently, I did it again, mostly because I couldn't remember my password. Uh, and right, <laughs> yeah, I never. And I was mine. like, well, you know, this will be fun. I'll just take it again. And honestly, I thought that I had. Pro- I thought maybe I had grown into a Ravenclaw. You know, <laughs> Wait, what did, that I had. But that's when it told me Slytherin. And I, was, <laughs> and I don't know. Join us. I was kind of surprised. Wait, have y'all done your wait, what your wand would be? No, I have not. Because that's fun too. Okay, vocal fry assignment. So much Harry Potter nerding. <laughs> uh, we, no. should, we should find a way to set up a poll and find out what what houses what are, house are, 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 our listeners are in. I watched, speaking of, um, b- before we get into the trailers, I, I, because it came on Prime, I watched the movie Arrival over the weekend. Wait, is that the one about aliens? Yes. I love aliens. I haven't watched it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I love alien conspiracy Every, every time something comes up about the pyramids it had, or anything uh, fancy and compared it to parts, you go, it's the, the aliens. aliens. Who's the actress? Uh, <laughs> um, um, Amy Adams. Amy Adams. I love Amy Adams. And Jeremy Renner. Oh, I like him Hawkeye. too. Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Uh, yeah. Let's see. What else would movies. you know? Uh, I don't watch. Isn't he Jason Bourne? He's in the Moore, new Bourne movie. Bourne he was something. a Bourne. I don't yes. watch. There's more than one. Oh, I prefer there's television. Mo- there's more than there's. Th- never mind. Is it like I get James really Bond? passionate? Matt about Damon TV is shows. Jason Bourne. First of all. <laughs> okay. Well, well, I just want to be very clear on that fact. <laughs> and, and, anyway. Uh, but anyway, no, I watched that Arrival movie, uh, and none of, none of you guys have seen it, so I don't want to ruin it. It was, it was good. I, mean, I was I'm not surprised. Watched it, so it was it. had a lot to do with language, because that like her profession is that she's a translator, um, and so the movie it, it very interesting. Um, is it kind of the same sort of like style of movie as like a lot of those James Brown like like Da Vinci Code? No, no? not James at all. Brown. No, but that's not right. <laughs> Who I Dan Brown? I don't know. I knew what she meant, so I didn't even want to correct her. James Brown. I feel good. I was trying so hard. Okay, okay. Ah! <laughs> the only thing I can think of is that all of those books I've read, Jamie gave me, so maybe I'm trying to meld his name with the author. Now this is going to be on the internet forever. I love, I love, actually, I, full confession, I love, I love the Dan Brown books. I do too, and, even if I can't remember his name. And I love, I, I, other than Up Until Inferno, I had actually liked both of the first two movies too. I haven't seen any and of And Inferno the might be my favorite of the books. Love You're the books. The favorite. movie, it's... I didn't terrible. see the movie. Oh, it's so terrible. Love Da Vinci Code, Love Inferno. Angels and Demons is a great love movie. Love Angels and Demons. Angels I think that was the first was one I read movie. of his. Because for some reason, I think I thought that if I read The Da Vinci Code, that I would stop being a Christian at some point. No, it's not a thing. <laughs> but I read it, and here I am to yeah, say, it will not ruin your faith, That's friends. That's not a thing. Um... There was a lot of conspiracy about that book when it maybe, came out. Maybe, maybe that's it. Maybe when it came out, and so kind of yeah, like, like I wasn't allowed to read Harry Potter for the first like eight right, years of my yes. life. Right? Yes. Also. And look at you now. And look at you now. Anyway, so favorite trailer from the weekend? Super Bowl. So it's a lot of trailers. We didn't watch it. We don't have cable. It's okay. I looked up the videos. Oh, Avengers. Okay, just me. The Do you Avengers not remember me freaking out watching the Avengers trailer? trailer? Can oh, I just say I didn't that we that need to Super have Bowl. not a vocal fry outing. We need to have an entire Perna Spivak studio outing to see Infinity War. Yes. Okay. Remind me the release date. I mean large it, scale. Wait, when is the release date? It's in May, isn't it? It's before your wedding. I know, but when in May? I have other things going on in my life. Oh, goodness. Uh, is it Wait, Smith? I'm going to check. I think it is. Okay, that's okay. Cinco that's de good. Mayo? Oh, boy. I think that works. I Better not this. be working at a Mexican restaurant. <laughs> it's actually exam weekend. May 5th. I accept May this, 5th. though. But yeah, Avenger, the Avenger trailer May the 4th. Okay. Hey, be May the 4th you. be with you. So it's on. it opens on Star Wars Day. 
Leah saw me watch the Avengers trailer multiple times and get admittedly probably too excited about it. What was our favorite moment from the was it was it Cap Shield? Was it uh, seeing Wanda play with the Mind Stone. That. I kind of liked that. I figured that was yours. I mean, I liked Cap Shield and all, but... Did we notice that, in fact, it is Tony's nano suit? I, d- I did not. It, it is. It's the suit that morphs around him. Hey. It's all the nanotech. Good. So it actually literally molds, molecularly molds to his skin. That's nice. Oh, that's creepy. Creepy, but So nice. it's actually got nanites in it. Nanites. That sounds like a really so a easy way totally to have someone take control of your breakfast. body. Well, remotely. it's interesting. Apparently, apparently that suit, because that suit can basically morph into its own things. That so suit, that suit is as fast as the suit that he's been wearing in the last couple of movies, like that he wore in Civil War. Yeah. Which is a faster suit than the one he wore in the original Avengers, because that one was more heavily armored. Yeah. And so this one actually basically brings the big guns, but is also lightweight. That's nice. Um, so, yeah, also excited. I'm excited about seeing the Iron Spider suit in its full. Iron uh, Spider. In its full glory. Also, it seems as if Vision had the Mind Stone ripped out I'm and sure he survived. He did. So, so, but I wonder if that'll only happen for like a certain amount of time. Well, it, be right? Is he dying? I mean, is, is he, he dying? dying when we see him? Will in that he just scene? have the abilities of a normal human? I mean, he's not human, but like. The equivalent of human. Yeah. It, that, that's a very, like, Walmart could he brand. not hold Thor's hammer anymore? Is that, right. like, a thing? He is so pure, like a cinnamon roll. I, mean, I would say that, I would like to confirm, there was a big, the internet went nuts this week, that that the person behind Cap in that scene was actually Captain Marvel. No, that's clearly Scarlet Witch. Walking beside Vision oh. down that hallway. Yeah. Where it's Cap and Black Widow yeah. in the front. There's no way that that's... No, I'm sorry. Not. That's surely not Captain Marvel. Although I have heard rumored that there is a... It was a delayed, but you did click. Th- there uh, is... Do you just click when you think now? I don't even... I'm not even aware that I do it. Well, you did. Okay, then also we have to get to this. Because let's be honest that we are... We are definitely more excited about Infinity War than the movie that's coming out. The later. solo movie is doomed. Okay, we don't all right. Know that. Okay, all right. Let's, let's get to this. This is what I wanted to get to. Because basically, as we've said in the past, this is a singing Star Wars podcast about Star Wars, or it's a Star Wars podcast or about Avengers. singing. Yeah, we're getting to Avengers season. It's definitely becoming because listen, Black Panther hits in a week and a half. Ready. And we are ready because that go. movie looks spectacular. Even Leah thinks that movie looks spectacular. We need to set up a time to go we see it. We do need to set up a time because my cabaret will be over. Yeah. And so we need to set up a time for okay. Vocal Fry to see Black Panther. I accept. Yeah. Um, we're gonna um, be working on an assignment for your class true. that we haven't started. So maybe we should extend it. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. We may be able to negotiate that. Ooh. Oh, I Since joking, my entire okay. class is here right now. That is, uh, we are. Um, Especially if we have to, you know, first we have to go see the movie, then we have to podcast about the movie. It's really no, easy. I need like some time to emotionally I've, process this movie. Well, I've got quest... to go to Mardi Gras this weekend. Okay, all right, oh, we'll gosh, think about just... that. We'll think about that. <laughs> uh, we can talk about this in class tomorrow. Time. I think we, we do need to make sure that we set up a Black Panther time. We though, really because, do. Because who knows in the post credit scene What's, we're, what oh my we gosh, may get. We're going to get... As in, as in... We may get a cap scene in this. I'm expecting. Huh? I'm expecting that we are going to get a Captain America scene in this movie. I want it. Oh, and maybe Bucky. That's what I'm saying. We may very well like because Bucky. apparently one of the things that she's also working on in the canonic comic that they released leading yeah. up to this is that she's working on a way to fully get the rest of the Winter Soldier out of him. I've which also so sets up which also sets up Bucky Barnes who already has the serum taking the shield and becoming the new Captain America. I've yeah. so many theories about uh, again, Bucky. Steve Rogers has to die. We don't know that. Steve Rogers uh-huh. has to die. Uh-huh. I'm just Iron saying Man it again. The only thing that can unite them is Steve Rogers dying. Or Iron Man. I live in my own little world. Because he is the king cinnamon roll. <laughs> Steve Rogers has to die. But he still has like character development to do. No, Iron Man no, he's no, he complete. Doesn't. He's he's he, he, Captain he, America. He, his arc once he resolves with Tony, his arc is complete. Now there's the question: Does he resolve with Tony I don't in think this he does. movie? I think before he gets a chance to, well, Bucky, I think they'll start Bucky? to, and then 
You're right. They still have to get married. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> but, um, <clears throat> all the fanfic. Uh, oh, but yes, there is a time. lot of fanfic about Yes, I am so Giving aware. you the bell for the tongue clicks is the best decision we have ever made as a it's podcast. It's like training. I'm Pavlov. I know. It's like, I was like, they're classically conditioning me. <laughs> to associate this bell Some with the click? Full, Whoa, full, that could be fun. Full admission for our listeners. When students make awesome breakthroughs in voice lessons, I ring the bell. Do you really? Yes. That's exciting, I think. <laughs> it's not. When he first, when Michael first bought it for it, I, I said, Pavlov. I was like, are you trying to Pavlov them? Yeah. Uh, you were trying to psychologically so manipulate your of... students. Yes, you did oh, it. Don't okay. even say, did I do it? You did it. Anyway. Um, so let's talk about this other trailer really because I just want to talk okay, about solo. it. Okay, solo. Go ahead. It might not be bad. Don't it so might negative not be about bad. Sarah, that trailer... I'm just going to be blunt. That trailer looked like a Comic-Con, like, fan-made movie that somehow made its way onto the stage. Okay, here, here, no. I, a couple of things. Okay. The scene in the speeder looks like a basic car chase scene. Yeah. Right? Can we agree on that? Okay. Yeah. Okay. What's wrong with that? Nothing. Nothing. I'm just saying. It looks like a basic car chase scene. Okay. Clearly, Woody Harrelson's character is the leader of some... Band. Rag band. Who's trying to set up a, some kind of theft? Yeah, it's he a heist movie. It's, it's a heist movie. What's it's movie? Ocean's Eleven in Star Wars. Well, we don't know that's all it's gonna be. Stop trying yes, to limit it. Yes, we do. Stop yeah, trying to we basically do. You are do. so okay. Y'all get mad every week when we bring up the Last Jedi and people that are closed-minded who have already decided what the movie is going to be. And what are you doing right now? Are we Ooh. being to quote you butthurt fans? No. Yes, you are both butthurt fans. Who because think you this movie out what could this movie be, is because be. I haven't already decided this movie is going to suck. Oh, what? What? Yeah, what? you pretty much told you us have, that. Yeah, you're right. You I did pretty much think this movie is <laughs> I have literally been on the internet saying it's a failed property. As so. Yes. As the okay. person trying to Here, hold the but little ship of Let me explain. That's, Let different me explain. From, that's different from Last Jedi fans what? who wanted the movie to be good but had such specific expectations about what we it was. We need this kind okay, of interaction you are the This movie could. You want it to be, you so badly want this movie to stink that even if you go and it is a fantastic movie, you are going to make yourself hate it. No, this movie could be great. This <laughs> This movie could be great. I just right. don't think it will be. I, I just. <laughs> <laughs> I love that Leah's sitting between them. This is so great. I just, I don't understand the whole <laughs> Star Wars franchise. That I, the fact that like you haven't seen them. That okay? Would you let me finish? Okay. <laughs> I'm about to tell you what I don't understand. <laughs> I'm trying. Just lay down. <gasps> Uh, that like there's like now Michael's walking away. Like other things that people get obsessed with, like Harry Potter. Okay, this is I'm not this serene. Um, I think he's trying. There's to obviously like you're working from a book. You know, it's written. J.K. Rowling knows everything. Like you know. Um, I just it must be really stressful to just know that every time there's a new movie somebody else is in charge just writing whatever they want it is kind of stressful especially that does since not seem appealing to me sure i think there's a couple of interesting things i'd say about that i think that disney's been pretty clear about how they've been dividing up the property yeah meaning they basically let us know right away with Force Awakens, okay, we're going to make a new trilogy. Yeah. As in, episodes 7, 8, and 9 are follow-ups to the same basic story. Don't even get me started about the numbers. <laughs> oh, you haven't watched them, you don't get okay, to have all of you, on the numbers. This is the moment of the podcast for all of you who really don't like Star Wars, but you've been faithful listeners. <laughs> This is the most. This is your redemption. This is your redemption. Here I am. You, you haven't you're, you're, seen them. You can't have an opinion anyway, on the numbers. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, and then they were honest that Rogue One was just huh. going to be a one-off. Mm. Yeah. But was also going to link. But that's the one everyone liked, right? Yes. Yeah, so really good. good. And mm. although so they said that that was going to be a failed property. <gasps> Ooh, interesting. So, and that then turned out great. Solo also, where they were very clear, was going to be a single property. Now, 
this is something else we wanted to get to today. Just last night, Kathy Kennedy announced oh, yeah. that there, in addition to the Ryan Johnson trilogy, which will happen in a different part of the Star Wars galaxy. Which is okay. I'm okay with that. The yeah. team from Game of Thrones yeah. is going to make their own Star Wars trilogy. What? I'm ready. Now, a couple of things that could happen with that. Here's, here's the interesting things about that. One... Ryan Johnson clearly proved that he can take a property, flip it on its head, and make it into art. Yes. Okay. So there's a thing to be excited about. Who knows what part of the Star Wars galaxy that will be in. And here's a thought that came into my head when they announced this new trilogy with with the Game of Thrones folks. I'm interested to see if either of them... uh, Ryan Johnson's already told us it's a different part of the galaxy. Yeah. I'd be interested to see... Because the Game of Thrones folks are so good at constructing a universe. Yeah. yeah. I'm interested to see if they play with time. Mm. As in we go to a different, completely different era. I've been thinking about that. Like what of if they the galaxy of yeah, long past, long, far future, you know, far I think far past could be far past, super far past fun. could be super I, right, fun. The Game of Thrones people think about Early, 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 early Sith, early, early, Sith, Sith, early, early Jedi, Jedi, the rise of the first Sith, the oh, rise yeah, of I the first Sith, um, the height of the Jedi, not the not not Episode one, two, three, height of the Jedi, but like no, that was the, the downfall right, of the Jedi, right? But the best of the Jedi, you know what I'm saying? Know, it, leading up to you get lots of cool ninja leading moves. Leading up to a little green child, yeah. with big ears walking on oh, the yeah. screen at the end of the trilogy. I think that could be. Really interesting to go back and. I think well. that would be you awesome. You have lots of cool ninja moves. You got lots of sword stuff. You got plenty of opportunity to use the word kyber crystal over and over and over. <laughs> I'm on board, guys. I'm See, on board. See, that's where space I love. dragons. Space although, dragons. Although, admittedly, I would also <laughs> space, <laughs> space, dragons. Dragons. Space, dragons. space dragons. Space dragons. Space Stop dragons. Stop it. Two other thoughts about that that I have. <laughs> One, I don't think it will be, as we were discussing this morning, I don't think it will be a raw kind of thing, like no. a la Game of Thrones. I don't think Disney's... The- I don't think Disney is taking Star Wars in a sort of R-rated direction. I don't see that. No. Cause I, well, and I, was I don't gonna see say that. that. You know, part of me would enjoy... <laughs> uh, not, not in the graphically sexual way that Game of Thrones is okay. necessarily. Yeah, this is taking a turn. You mean but, just with the, a grittier sort of yeah, I would thing love, of Star like, Wars? I mean, it's kind of the, what we have talked about in the past, you and I, about, about um, the before the reshoots of Rogue One, the much grittier Rogue One that yeah. everyone was kind of, we all secretly wish we could see. Yeah. I would, part of me would love to see an R-rated Star Wars fit where, just a little bit, you know? Like just a movie, just a little blood, just little a little guts. blood, little guts, little gore, little little stabbing. thirteen is but not like the whole way to like a Kill Bill Star Wars. No, 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 movie. no Kill Bill Star Wars. For that matter, not really a Game of Thrones Star Wars. No, 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 no. But 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 it's just something. I don't know. There's stuff that you always want them to go there, and they never quite do. Maybe because of. Just then, uh, particularly I think about episodes four, five, and six. There's lots of places where I'm like, this could be so much darker and weirder and creepier. Space dragons, and it could be so cool. And we'll stop going there. Really, space dragons. The Michael really wants some space dragons. Never mind that. The we other thing to dragons. flip the uh, there are no that? space dragons. Wait a minute. There are space worms. We don't though. know what ha- we it's don't not know. The same. We don't know everything that's in space. That's, that's true. Y'all know. Although going back to my this is my this is my other thing. Flipping Maybe the so time. I gotta stop you right there. Elon Musk one day will discover <laughs> a space dragon. Probably. Flipping the time. Thing. Did they fire the rocket today? They fired it yesterday, I thought. Oh, did they fire it yesterday? I thought they I missed it. Yeah, I've, been bu- I've been very busy. Um, not my purse. Uh, flipping, flipping the time idea on its head, it would be interesting to see them go future on us because it also might give the chance for like more inventive tech yeah. to go with the CGI that we now have uh-huh. accessible. Yeah. You know, a la, like, taking the First Order to, like, you know, technologically to a place that we can't even imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Might be very interesting. It could also be cool to see a world where all of everything is in ruin. We're kind of in a place... I know that that story's kind of been told, but, like... Kind a of. A place where, like, where, like, all these, like, big fancy constructs of, like, there's this giant galaxy and we could... Tr- we used to be able to travel everywhere 
all the time. Hyperspace was a standard item. Like the uh, Dark Ages. Like the oh, Dark Ages. Like, 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 like a ship in a bottle kind of thing? Like, like, a, like, a, like a single planet episode? Everybody's well, doing post-apocalypse. E- even more than, yeah, e- even more than that. It's sort of, like, it's sort what of if tired. They found, it's getting tired. What if they found the, the, what if they found a working hyperdrive that that's that that's been a lost technology. That's interesting. That kind of idea. Maybe. It's something. It's something that I could see them doing. It's not my favorite thing that I wish that they would do, but it's something that I might like to see. You know. Maybe. So Game of Thrones people, if you're listening, here are your ideas. <laughs> there is only you're one welcome. that matters. <laughs> I think they're definitely not listening. space dragons. Space dragons. We need to get we need to get the takeaways. Um, but what did what did Sarah have for breakfast? What did I have for breakfast? I ate some, oh, I had, I made this bread the other day, it was really good, and I had a slice of it for breakfast this morning, it made me pretty happy, even though I was what, up early. What kind of bread was it, Sarah? Well, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, it was beer bread. You make it with beer, because okay, of the, the yeast the, in the beer. Co- the beer cooks out. I just wanted yeah. to make yeah, sure it wasn't, yeast. I just wanted to make sure you weren't going to say, it's banana bread, which is I don't cake. like bananas, or so like, the joke is on you. Or it like, was an Italian beer bread and it was delicious. I just wanted to make sure it wasn't cake which Did is you the, put some butter which is on the it? bread of version of cookies. I put butter on it. Okay good. I, mean, you sort <laughs> I think of need she's a monster. <laughs> it was really good. Uh, okay very good and uh, and then I guess we need to get to takeaways. Oh by the way I don't know if you guys watch This Is Us, but apparently This Is Us was a hot mess this week. That, that's no, what I've heard. Watch it. I, um, I, I don't watch it. We have not watched it yet so I don't want to give away any spoilers. I, I watch. I do I have time to talk about my feelings on This Is Us? Yeah, sure. My opinion. Um, I like it. I enjoy. I watch it because I enjoy the characters. Yeah. But. How can this much bad happen to one family? No, not even just that. Like, well, I just feel like it's like, um, it's just kind of emotionally manipulative, you know? Yes, it's Puccini on television. Yeah. Yes. Um, and I feel like I feel like they're trying so hard I mean, to be I like. Love, but she has consumption. Parenthood. Or something which was just effortless. I loved Parenthood. You feel like this is starting to try too hard. I I actually like thought that from the beginning. Thought it kind of got better for a little while. Now I'm not sure. I keep watching it because I really do like the characters. I would watch a show about Randall and Beth just by themselves. See, I, Randall makes the whole thing for me. Yeah. Sterling Brown. Yeah. Is, he deserved that Emmy. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and the SAG hands down. Yeah. I mean Same. because. I mean, he. The, the, I still go back to the episode. I'm sure it's the one they sent for nomination, but the episode where he's having the anxiety attack. Mm-hmm. I, I actually had to tell Mandy to turn the TV off at one point. I said, I, I have to stop watching this right now. Because mm-hmm. it was too... B- because too because for me, especially coming out of my midlife crisis, I dealt with a lot of anxiety and depression and whatever. Too young for a midlife crisis. And Are you only planning I to live to that, 60? Like, no, Did my I first tell him one. that like two, week, two weeks ago, a week um, ago? But, 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 but for, the last, for the last few years, I had really dealt with some severe anxiety at times. Mm-hmm. And that episode was just too real for me. I literally had to be like, okay, I have to stop. We have to stop. I need a, I need a minute. Um, uh, so you're right. I could watch a show just about the, their family. Yes. Yeah, and for, forget the rest of them. Mm-hmm. I mean, because honestly, Mandy Moore's character, I, half the time I would just like to slap across the face because she annoys the out of me um not that you should slap women because no no of course not (laughs) of course not um anyway we will we will we will people we we should do some breaking down of some drama tv uh uh, did i ever get to talk about oh we never got to broad church we We don't have time today this is like that snl sketch what up with that where Lindsay Buckingham is on every time and he never gets to talk about the meaning of Christmas or say anything. And I'm just like, Are you saying you don't get to say anything? That's not what I'm saying, but I do want to talk about Broadchurch someday. Okay, takeaways. Music is supposed to heal people. Okay. So I have had personally a very rough day and um, it was very important to me to be allowed to sing today. Um, even my voice lesson was kind of intense today. And so, I, I did, I guess. I'm coming yes, to, I'll just really come to did. terms with it. And so, <clears throat> uh, during our, uh, kind of our voice area, get up and sing if you want. It's like, I just have to sing something and feel things and 
feel things and express stuff, and so it was very valuable to me. So music is supposed to heal you, and uh, don't be a pretentious weirdo. That's my takeaway. I, I heard myself do it that I'm time. It was did. like looking in the mirror and seeing proud. it, and it was horrible. You looked into the void. Oh, okay. That's my takeaway. Ladies? I don't know if I'm intense enough for you people. Oh, no, do here. <laughs> I know what my takeaway is. Oh, okay. No, that's it. That's all I have to say. Toast needs Probably. butter? No. <laughs> my Not toast. It is bread. Anyway. Excuse me. My takeaway is a question for podcast listeners. Feel free to reach out. Does anybody else, like, have adverse reactions to NyQuil? Where, like, you know how NyQuil, <laughs> the point is it makes <laughs> you go to sleep, takeaway? but it keeps you up? Well, it keeps me up. It makes me stay awake. If anybody out there listening, all ten of you, no, that makes me stay awake too. (laughs) Um, If you have this reaction, how do you sleep when you have a cold? Somebody, get back to me. Help. Help. I've never taken NyQuil, and I just don't sleep. Have you tried irrigating (laughs) before you go to bed? Gross. Irrigating. I think I might drown. I mean, that's like what I think yourself. most people would, would try to suggest I've so you clear out your okay, sinuses. Okay, so that's one. Others, help. Have you, have you tried, like... shot of NyQuil on ice sometimes. Okay, anyway, that's, that, that's not healthy. Um, <laughs> Definitely won't be doing that. You could also maybe try melatonin just to help you sleep. I guess that might help. That's all natural. That's true. I, and I take melatonin a lot of times. I don't know why I don't think to do that when I have a cold. Melatonin makes me dizzy. So, like, I get dizzy right before I go to sleep, and nice. I don't like it because, uh, like, I feel sort of like, I, like, like I'm drugged a little bit. Uh, and you I, don't, are. I don't like the feel. Well, it's, but it's all natural. I know it's all natural, but you're still drugging yourself. I don't, I don't like the feeling of it. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, so feel free to message me <laughs> or the podcast. Don't message me if I don't know you. It's weird. Um, don't message Sarah with your drug recommendations. <laughs> That's weird. Uh, <laughs> message the podcast. <laughs> so, uh, do you have a takeaway? I told she you. She did. Oh, you did. That's that was right. it. Intense that was enough it. for you I'm people. Sorry. I uh, would like to say that uh, I was very happy and almost panicked to see that the Nerdist podcast rebranded this week, which was my initial inspiration for doing this podcast. They rebranded to the ID10T podcast, which if you actually look at it, just spelled out, it looks like idiot. It's actually a, it's, a it's actually a user error, a computer code user error um, for taking responsibility for your own things. And I was afraid that at one point the podcast was just going to stop, that Chris was going to announce that they weren't going to do it anymore. And I was going to be <coughs> sad, sad. Because I'll be honest, um, as I w- and I was sharing this with Sarah and Michael, and maybe Lee was here over the weekend, but the podcast <coughs> has truly sort of become for me like a built-in therapy session every week, and I'm not ashamed to say that at all because it's it's it really is it really is, is and when we don't podcast for a week, I sort of get I get stressed. I get stressed. You guys keep all of these feelings about Star Wars inside of you. <laughs> you do. Who are we Yikes. supposed to talk to? I just need some people to yell about nothing with. Okay. It's really important, <laughs> and it's really quite wonderful. And we hope that maybe. Maybe any of our listeners out there, we hope maybe we can do a little bit of that for you just by hearing our feel voices inside your head. <laughs> feel free to yell. And if you ever have comments, feel free to just message us on Facebook or at MC Vocal Fry. We'd love to hear. Twitter at MC Vocal Fry. VocalFry.com. Peace out. Did you all know lawmakers have uh, said that Tide Pods must be changed to be less delicious looking? Stop eating Tide Pods! <laughs> New York lawmakers want the state to mandate child packaging. This is one of those things that, that I feel I like 